Welcome to the Sweeney Connection with your host, Chad Henderson. Hey, that's me. It's the Sweeney Connection. Hello, campers, supporters, and parents of Camp Sweeney. We hope this podcast finds you well. Um, the Sweeney Connection podcast here live from the Shoal Activity Center. And our guest today is Mr. Preston Wallhood. And of course, our co-host is Bob Cannon. Uh, gentlemen, how are you guys doing today? Excellent. Glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for stopping by, Preston. Today, we're going to talk about uh, camp construction and future plans for the campus here at Camp Sweeney. A very exciting subject. Uh, there's a lot that goes into it, and uh, there's a lot being done as we speak right now um, in terms of construction and additions to Camp Sweeney. Um, I kind of want to start at a, you know, sort of start at the beginning, uh, late 40s. Uh, let's go back in time a little bit. Uh, summer of 50, we've got four cabins here. Is that right? I think we had four cabins to start. Pretty meager means. It was a former cattle ranch. And a group of ranchers got together and said, we're going to support this cause for type 1 diabetes. And at the time, they were really treating kids to, to go out and have fun and, and enjoy time in the sun because diabetes did not have the same prognosis it does today. Kids were not living long, healthy lives, and this was a respite for them. Uh, and so they had a couple cabins, a, a really meager lodge, some open air, outdoor areas, and a lake. And that's what we started with. And, you know, I just assume that everyone knows you, but uh, let me just give a little background on Preston real quick before we get going on the facilities. I mean, your first year here at Sweeney was 2005. Uh, you were head counselor of Brown Cabin. I forgot you were in Morris for a summer, by the way. Started in Morris, a Morris man from the get-go. And then they said, hey, do you want to run a cabin full of uh, five to 10-year-olds? And I said, I know nothing about five to 10-year-olds, but let's try. <laughs> and all the way to now, you're on the executive board of directors here at Camp Sweeney. So that's another reason why you're here to talk about facilities today. Well, every time I try and retire, somehow I get handed a new task. And uh, I, I think it's called being voluntold. You don't show up to a <laughs> meeting and all of a sudden you have a new assignment. Well, we, we've sort of touched on the very beginning in terms of facilities. Um, you know, let's just look at maybe the last 10 or 12 years or even, you know, when you were in Morris, I guess it was a little after you had gone into Brown, the sort of the first uh, expansion and remodel of the cabins was, was around 2010 or so, wasn't it? That's right. So we started to expand the cabins and then remodel the bathrooms. Um, we had 30 kids in a cabin and eight counselors, and we had four toilet stalls and four sinks and four showers. And even at three minutes a piece, a quick shower, that uh, took a long time to move mm -hmm. everybody through there. And so in order to accommodate more kids and expand the Sweeney Mission, we really needed more bathroom facilities. So we doubled the size of the middle four cabins first in Burn, Morris, Dillard, and Leonard. Uh, and then from there, we expanded Brown and Bonner, and then later Hillcrest and Simmons, and doubled the size of the bathroom and shower capacity. And then other, uh, other recent projects, you know, I look at, uh, you know, Ernie's house and, and the doctor's house and, and the program house, and there's been other upgrades here in the last 10 years or so. They have, and, and a lot of them have been subtle, but, you know, there are some things that really serve the camper program um, that are not as forward-facing as a new zip line or a power pole. You know, right. those things go back to... 2004 and 2005 and a new pool or the mushroom that was added to the pool mm -hmm. 
But sometimes you, you have a, a strange act of God, uh, you know, and, and we had to build an, a new activity center at the top of the hill. Um, and then the next year we, we had another opportunity to build a new pool house and a new pool facility. Um, and those have, have really expanded the footprint and things that we can offer up there. And Bob, you sort of got a, a new studio and a new place to dwell as well. Yeah, I do. I'm in the program house. It's it's uh, it's a good working environment. The associates work out of the we call it the outreach center, right? The outreach center. Yeah. But when was when was the SAC built? 2004. Because that's when I started. Yep. 2004 was the first year we had it. And we had the climbing wall and the room that we're in now, the red room, the purple mm-hmm. room, because internet was a new thing at the time. True, now we're yes. on a podcast. I remember it. Because it was a rock, rock um, driveway out there. That's right. Right, and we paved it. I don't remember when, but not that long ago, it seems. Well, this is the old horse barn site. Yeah, so I was mu- just going to say that. Yeah. So much like we've gone from horse and buggies to Model Ts, Camp Sweeney has gone from uh, horse barns to activity centers with a <laughs> European discotheque dance. <laughs> Yeah. Which which you have uh, hosted many of them, right? I've hosted one or two dance, yeah. You know? <laughs> and something I forget about too, you know, a new caretaker's house uh, just at the gate there. So. That's right. You know, the, the caretaker's house was really the phase one of the new Amanda Sutton Ryan Medical Center. In order to accommodate a larger medical center here on campus, uh, we really had to redo the, that upper layer, upper level of the camp. Uh, facility. So the main camp facility has probably three areas. It has an upper area, kind of a middle area. The upper area has the um, the medical center and the chapel, the AC, the doctor's house. The middle area has the cabins and the lodge, which is what the campers really interface with. And then the mezzanine of the pool and all the activity spaces all the way down to the lake. But in order to accommodate a larger medical center, we had to displace the full-time caretaker's house. And so that was moved up to the front where it has more access to the facility and the front gate and then was able to uh, triple the size of our new medical center. It makes more sense up there for sure by the gate. And uh, of course, we'll talk about the, the, the new medical center here in just a moment, but I... Are there any other like facilities on the edge of camp, like across the lake, or anything that's that's had a little tweak that I'm not remembering? Oh my gosh! I mean, we upgraded the campsite, oh. the retreat area. We did a lot last year, and uh, we now call that the boneyard because we cook steaks and ribs and stuff over there. <laughs> <laughs> everything um, has a name. Yeah, you got to name everything, but. Um, the pavilion that's been over there, we didn't really do anything with it other than we cleaned it up some last year, but we we added cement under the barbecue area, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, oh man, I mean, it's it's the ideal barbecue spot now. Because and, who uh, doesn't want a 12-ounce ribeye as a nighttime snack? That's right. <laughs> well, they cook what? They cook like 175 steaks or something when they cook over there, right? Well, that's right. Yeah, so it's... It's a big, it's a big effort. And we added these two massive grills that are, they're huge and they're bolted into that floor over there. I'm sure Cody loves that. Yeah, absolutely. But it's really nice. And then also at uh, Area 51, we added, we added another mini tower for AV. And, you know, two years ago, I think it was two years ago, we expanded the the pavement out Mm -hmm. quite a bit, the cement. So it's a lot bigger. And, uh, you know, every year we look at those things and, Ernie never downgrades. We always upgrade. Sure. Yeah. I'm even thinking of, I remember the summer that Raffery got moved and that parking lot was expanded and paved. I mean, just that alone is 
you know, a nice, nice upgrade. Yeah. Right. So. That was done the year that we had uh, the activity center put in and we displaced mm-hmm. all the parking around the activity center. And we decided that we were going to make camp a pedestrian area. Um, and instead of having all of the traffic come up into the facility, we were on the cutting edge of, uh, of, of green space and, and decided we were going to turn all of our roads into walkways early on. And so all the vehicular traffic stops at that parking lot. And then we have a safe walk space for the kids up and around the cabins. All right. Well, I think uh, let's let's talk about the Amanda Sutton Ryan Medical Center. That is the current project here at Camp Sweeney. We're going to get right into that right after this. Camp Sweeney is more than just a camp. It's a place where young people with diabetes can develop the skills they need to live long and healthy lives. Our campers participate in a program that offers them a wide variety of activities, including archery, swimming, challenge course, hiking, and canoeing. While participating in these activities, our campers build self-confidence, develop new skills, and meet people their own age who also have diabetes. And let's not forget, a session at Camp Sweeney is a lot of fun. If you'd like to change the life of a child by sponsoring him or her to attend our camp, please contact Southwestern Diabetic Foundation at 940-665-2011 or log on to www.campsweeney.org. We're a nonprofit organization. Camp Sweeney is where friendship begins and never ends. And now, back to the Sweeney Connection, a presentation of Camp Sweeney and KPFC-FM and your host, Chad Henderson. We're back on the Sweeney Connection. I'm Chad Henderson, co-host Bob Cannon, and our guest today is Preston Wallhood. And Preston, we kind of touched on it. Uh, I mentioned the caretaker's house, and, you know, that was sort of the first step to sort of laying the groundwork, if you will, for our new uh, Amanda Sutton Ryan Medical Center that is literally going up as we speak. That's right. It is going up and it's going up quickly. I came up today for what was to be a quick, short walkthrough with the electricians. It lasted two and a half hours. So <laughs> we have plenty of power. That's that's to be rest assured up there. And just sort of give us just a, a thousand foot view here. I mean, this facility is going to be roughly twice the size. Three times. Three times. So our, our old facility was about 2,800 square feet. It had been added on to twice over the years. Uh, we added back and we added up. Uh, it had inpatient capacity for about 12 kids, which is just really insufficient. It was not even 1% of our in-camp in-camp populace. Uh, we really need to have space to house, you know, 30 to 40 kids at any time in, in a sick or quarantine situation where kids may rotate through on a respite for six hours and head back out to an activity. Uh, and this new facility will triple that square footage, enlarge that and bring all of our technology up to date. So many of our kids come to camp now with Dexcoms and CGMs and uh, all these continuous monitoring equipment. And all of that has to go to a central hub. And that's what this medical center will be. We're going to have a redundant data center in there uh, that'll display all of that data in real time with a TV wall that the medical staff can track. It's where all their dosing will happen. And then we'll have inpatient rooms uh, for 24 to 30 children that can expand. And then our staffing space for up to 40 staff members on the second level. I was going to say, so just I'm thinking there will be have to be a larger medical staff then here at, for the summer. There will be. Over the last couple of years, we've been ramping up in the number of people that we've brought on board, uh, and that continues to grow just as that medical uh, knowledge base continues to grow and the number of things that we're tracking on a daily basis. And so just sort of an estimate, when would you – do they have a final – 
a final date that this thing's ready to go? Obviously, to be ready for the summer, but they're saying April one, and it's okay. not an April Fool's Day joke, Chad. We, okay. We've got to be ready April one, yeah, because we have uh, everything has been displaced from that medical center because we truly knocked the old one down. Mm-hmm. We we brought in a crane. Hopefully, Bob can find some footage of it for you. Okay. Uh, and they they crushed it. The old building is is gone. Uh, and the new one is in its place and expanded at about twice the footprint and then on a second floor as well. And they, I mean, they displaced a lot of dirt. Um, just the foundation on the new hospital alone is like four or five foot thick. I mean, it's, it's an impressive building. And as you said, it is going up very fast. It's up in the sky. It's on that upper level and you'll be able to see it from that mid level at the lodge. It's going to be a, a focal point of camp up there on the hill. And really that's a good thing. It's a medicine is the focal point of what we do out here. And, and that needs to represent it. They and, took, they took 50 truckloads of dirt out. Wow. Took them down to the caretaker house. Mm-hmm. And it's all spread out now to make that the land around there more even you can't even tell but uh, yeah uh, and they brought 50 truckloads of new dirt in i mean it was like it was crazy and then there's piers that go down to bedrock and um that foundation i never knew a foundation took that long to build but Mm -hmm. that thing is solid yeah and sort of take us back to when did the uh, when, when did that idea first sort of grow legs? When did the fundraising begin for it? And, and just sort of the idea, we need a bigger medical center. Sure. So that's a great question. Um, ideas at Sweeney tend to grow legs very, very rapidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the concept comes up and they tend to just take off. We're very blessed to have a, a great donor base. You hear on all the bumpers where we talk about sponsoring children to attend Camp Sweeney. And that is truly for kids to attend Camp Sweeney. Any type of infrastructure improvement that we've talked about today has also has been privately funded outside of tuition. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, this medical center is roughly $3 million, all of which had to be raised through private donations. And so that really started in the heart of COVID. Uh, we realized we needed a new medical center. And it was a tough time to fundraise, but we said, you know, we, we've got to figure it out. And sometimes with a little prayer and, and a little help from some friends, you can uh, figure out a way to make it work. And Bob, as, as you brought up just earlier, I, I do love how uh, no matter what building we build here, it always has that sort of 1950s aesthetic of, of we're at a summer camp still, right? And I know that's that's important. It is. It is. And it's not just that we're trying to be Chip and Joanna Gaines with our shiplap siding, but it's true to... 1950 and what was built out here in the origin of Sweeney. And I think for us, there's a lot of nostalgia in what Sweeney has been and, and the family that it has served. Um, I think Grandma Sweeney, I imagine Pretty Parker, you know, says it best where she comes out here and says, it feels like I was here yesterday. Hmm. And there's something to that. We, we want to keep that look and feeling. It's amazing, though, the, the, the wood siding on these new buildings is cement boards right yeah so it looks like it's wood but it's a it's actually a lot sturdier technology yeah mm-hmm. so. well it's termite proof yeah i mean everything's upgraded even even though it may still look kind of old you know right well and then the interior of these spaces is just phenomenal the new medic ryan medical center is going to have a redundant data system in it it'll have a backup generator so that in the event we lose power we can still operate all of our medical technology uh, the the patient rooms will have an intercom system so that they can communicate to the medical staff member that's on call. Uh, there's there's incredible pieces of technology that are growing in this building, and we're planning for additional technology growth in diabetes so that when 
kids come to camp with the newest version of technology in mm -hmm. a few years, we have the space and capacity to accommodate it. Yeah, that's something I wonder too. Obviously, you consulted with Dr. Ernie Fernandez on on sort of how do we build for the future, you know, but who else did you guys consult with on that? A wide variety of uh, professionals. So we have a close relationship with the Children's uh, Health System of Texas and UT Southwestern and the endocrinology department there. Um, our medical directors are based there and in Memphis, Dr. Kathy Sumter and Shoma Adhikari. And they see a lot of what's coming in the research and where diabetes technology is headed. We also have some very involved parents that are on the JDRF International Board that have given us insight to uh, the future of technologies. We have a camper whose mother is heavily involved as a C-level official um, with Med Medtronic and Minimed. And so we have ideas from them of where diabetes is going. So we really just put our feelers out and, and ask who can give us some feedback and mm -hmm. tell us what we need to know. Well, speaking of the future, I mean, just with everything we've talked about, you know, future plans for Camp Sweeney, you know, five, 10 years from now. Right now, our critical path is the lodge. We, we cannot physically seat one more person in that building. Um, it's a feat to feed 400 people at the exact same time, three and a half times a day in that building uh, with the staff that we have. And so really, the next big focus is going to be the lodge complex, which will include a new kitchen, a new dining area, new classroom areas. Um, it'll displace the current office complex and we'll build a new office complex uh, in the lower camp area closer down to the sack or the caretaker's house and uh, expand the footprint of the dining area, the wraparound porches. We'll still keep some of those outdoor porches where the benches are. Mm -hmm. uh, that element of sitting outside with your, your friends after mealtime is important. That is. We're yeah. planning around working with a group of architects to plan around the existing big trees. You, you can't displace the tree and the deck. Uh, there are so many memories that I have with brown boys who now are married and have their own kids mm -hmm. um, when we would sit out on that deck and talk about competitive soccer or, or what they were watching in the world cup and and those are things that we want to keep but you know i think there's a way in there chad this is a pretty cool space we're in right now we need to work in a, a broadcasting and podcast uh crow's nest you know all glass somewhere around the top i would you, love that you can have a view of all of camp sweeney that would be ideal. I would absolutely so love this, that. So this is really what you were getting at. It was your your desire. I was really just getting to, I couldn't help but notice that means KPFC is going to have to move and we might as well move it to the second floor with a bunch of glass windows. See, now I understand why cool. I was invited to do a podcast today. This is how <laughs> well, Chad kicks off fundraising for well, our next all, yeah, Let's also not forget Ernie's uh, Jumbotron screen and just that whole area out there for flag lowering because yeah. Ernie, that's... Ernie, flag lower, and not just does he love it, but the parents. Oh, the kids Boy, love it. Boy, they live for those those broadcasts, you know. You know, and it's mm -hmm. funny because flag lowering is about 11 minutes, and mm -hmm. during the summer it's so hot when you're standing down there during flag lowering, and you talk to somebody at a PFC Life, and the thing they remember is a goofy FUN squad skit mm -hmm. or a joke of the day or when their friend got their T-shirt for being a first-timer. Or the first time they saw the con the Condor Man skit, you know. Yes, yeah. or Funny came out. You know, you, you get these FUN clock moments, and all of that happens at flag lowering. So there will be a space for that that's built into this new complex. But really, we've, we've got to work on some design and, and fundraising for that. Very cool. And so, yeah, I, that also, yeah, I didn't even think about the offices moving down here, you know, closer, maybe on the ultimate field or closer to the caretaker's house. And that's just 
it's just moving puzzle pieces around, you know, but it's all for to get potentially a, a larger lodge, which we need. So Right. And that, that larger lodge footprint would allow us to serve additional kids. And, and that's the point that we can start to look at. How do we accommodate additional people? And do we add cabins on the upper end or on the lower end? Mm-hmm. Can we adjust some age ranges? Uh, but that's long-term planning. We've, right. we've got to figure out how do we get more space to accommodate growth? And then we get to have the fun conversation of, you know, where, where do we add additional age groups? Sure. Well, I'm thankful that we have the 400 some odd acres we have here and uh, we'll figure it out for sure. I feel like every time we turn around, there's a new spot that needs a new building. <laughs> I, we finish one and I kind of take a breath and all of a sudden some idea pops into somebody's head and we're off to the races again. Very cool. Bob? Uh, yeah, I just think it's it's amazing to have people like Preston because uh, he drives a lot of things behind the scenes that people don't realize that I see. And um, I, I don't have that long-term vision. All I worry about is what's right in front of me. Like, mm-hmm. how do I create this animation to make something really cool? Or this podcast. So I'm really glad. I'm, <laughs> so I'm really glad that I have my little studio that I work out of in the program house because it's... Uh, I used to work out of a, of a smaller spot behind the lodge right there. Yeah, that's even an upgrade, too, I forgot about. That was, that was very small. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, it's it's great, though, and everything we come up with is uh, fantastic. The new the new office complex would be something that I think will be benefit me and some other people, obviously the staff. Those, well, and those ladies be, work in a little bit of a dungeon over there. So. They do, and, and really the new office complex is going to be a camper resource center because at present we don't have a good spot um, where we can meet and steward families if when they come in and have a lot of questions. And you would be surprised at how many people drive up to Camp Sweeney during the summer. And we are in full camp mode, and we have 252 kids here and 175 staff and all of these people going 90 miles an hour. And you get a family from Minnesota who's on a road trip who says, we want to see Camp Sweeney because our daughter has type 1 diabetes. We need a spot to talk to them yeah, and sure. to show them a little bit more about what we're doing. Um, so we're, we're, the plan is to build kind of a, a larger boardroom that we could use for multiple functions and then some smaller camper resource rooms and, uh, some flex space in there, a better office complex that can be used for outreach. Uh, the ladies in the office used to do, um, a series of different tasks and now they do a lot to support our outreach program, our PFC lives, all of our fundraising that you and Billy and Will talked about earlier, mm-hmm. all of our grant writing, um, that happens in that one little office and we really could use some space to get them some additional support. What about facility wise? Is there anything on the horizon uh, that deals directly with the campers that already come here, such as a zip line or, you know, something like this? You know, I, th- I think we're open to suggestions. Um, we have actually heard more about podcast or broadcasting, maybe mm-hmm. repurposing some of our internet studio space that we had. Um, yeah, I don't think we've, I don't think we're looking at any new activity, outdoor activities, except for we may be looking at a little pickleball from what I understand. That's I hear correct. that's a big thing yeah. now. Yeah. I didn't know if we were disclosing that yet. Okay. Uh, I don't know. But <laughs> I think that would, that, that would be maybe a little bit of just a, do it on the ten- tennis courts with a little design of some paint, maybe. Absolutely. Because isn't it like a real small piece of a, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can take yeah. one tennis court and create two pickleball courts. Yeah. yeah. So I may let that cat out of the bag, but. Okay. Yeah, that's knows? cool, though. Pickleball, yeah. that's, uh, that's a very popular sport nowadays. It is. Um, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Being active, for sure. 
Yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of fun to come with that at Camp Sweeney because pickleball, I think, will uh, be the great equalizer. You're not going to have competitive tennis out there. Yeah. I think anybody with a, a little paddle and a wiffle ball can play. Absolutely. I do know this offseason we're going to work on the, the docks down at the lake. Okay. Um, uh, the smaller ones where the canoes pull up, we're going mm-hmm. to replace or repair those. And that decking there, I think, is going to be worked on. But, okay. Um, yeah. There's always that fix-up stuff that happens in the off-season. And that whole shoreline has been cleared out, too, so we can expand the fishing class. Yeah. Um, that whole area with some of that additional dirt that, that uh, goes to the east, no, to the west, mm-hmm. around the Lake Deal, oh, yeah. Boathouse, that mm-hmm. area has been smoothed out and opened up so that you could actually do shore fishing right there. There's a couple deep spots, and that's where they've pulled some of the bigger catfish out. I see. Okay. Very cool. Well, is there anything we're forgetting in terms of future plans or facilities or anything else we want to mention? We haven't dreamed it up yet. Okay, so. but we're working on it. <laughs> we're always dreaming. You know, one question that I get all the time is, is how can we help with facility upgrades? Mm-hmm. And, and that is such a complex problem because not everybody can write a check for six figures and say, here, we're going to take care of this for you. Uh, but there's always a way to have an impact. And two things that, that people could do right now one, we're going to set up an Amazon wish list for the holidays um, and have people help us furnish our new Ryan Medical Center. We have over 20 bedrooms that need to be furnished with bedside tables and lamps, and we're going to set that all up online, and you can just buy it and ship it directly to Sweeney uh, and help us furnish that new building. And the other thing is we're going to need a bunch of hands for Workday because we have to move uh, multiple years' worth of medical supplies back into that medical center and have them organized and that is just going to take manpower is there is there is there a date for the work day uh, in cement we have not solidified it yet it's typically at the end of april early may okay um, it may be a little earlier this year based on needing to get that space organized we will likely do a specific work day just for this facility but gotcha stay tuned to the website and and let us know exciting stuff happening here at camp swinney for sure Uh, and uh, I think that'll wrap up this uh, edition of the Sweeney Connection podcast. And uh, for Bob Cannon, Preston Wallhood, our guest today, our technical director, Joe Languel, I'm Chad Henderson, and uh, this has been the Sweeney Connection. Camp Sweeney, you stay connected. The preceding program has been a presentation of Camp Sweeney and KPFC-FM. No portion of this broadcast may be reproduced or distributed without the express written permission of Camp Sweeney. This is your announcer, Everett Caldwell, wishing you a good night from Camp Sweeney. You're listening to KPFC-FM 91.9, serving Kalisburg, Gainesville, and the entire Sweeneyland area.